Hello and welcome back to Mind Mysteries. Today I'll be talking about the parts of the brain and what each part does. So chances are if you clicked on this podcast you're probably wondering what each parts of the lobes does. So you're probably not familiar with them. So let me go with like a basic introduction of the lobes. So the frontal lobe is the lobe that's like right where your forehead is and that's where the frontal lobe is located. And on the top of your head is the parental lobe. Then on the very back is the occipital lobe. And then right under the parental lobe, which kind of hard to explain, but like, I guess if you go straight up from your chin, I don't know, it's just basically the bottom of your brain is the temporal lobe. And then on that's just the cerebral cortex, like all of the cortex, you know, all the lobes together. Then on the very bottom, is a cerebellum which it's like it's not like part of the lobes but it's like its own little like ball thingy it's kind of hard to explain but it's the cerebellum and then right beside that is like a long tube which is the brainstem and the brainstem pretty much just connects the brain to the central nervous system you know passing information back and forth and that's like basically what it does so now let me get into like basically what the frontal lobe does, and then I'll go on to the rest of them. But before I do, I just wanted to say that some people might not be able to like really visualize everything since this is just audio. So on my Mind Mysteries Instagram account, I will be putting pictures of the different lobes so you can visually see it because some people are audio learners and some people are visual learners. So I will start to put images up on my Instagram so you can always just go there, check it out, and then kind of understand it a little bit more. So let's just get on to the video. The podcast. So you use your frontal lobe every day. You use it to make decisions such as what to eat or drink for breakfast in the morning, as well as for thinking or studying for a test. The frontal lobe is also where our personality is formed, and we can carry out higher mental processes such as planning. In addition, the frontal lobe is necessary to being able to speak without fault and meaningfully. There are a lot more things that the frontal lobe does. That includes speech and language production. Borka's area, the region in the frontal lobe, helps put our thoughts into words. And damage to this area can determine the ability to speak or understand language or to proceed speech, produce, sorry, produce speech that makes sense. If it sounds like I'm reading off of something, it's just my notes here. And, you know, sometimes, anyways, I just like to have my notes of everything. So it also, the frontal lobe is also responsible for some motor skills. It houses the primary motor cortex, with which helps coordinate voluntary movements, including walking and running. So the motor, motor cortex is in the frontal lobe, but it's its own little area because everything in the brain has a certain area. It's not like, oh, it's just happening somewhere on the frontal lobe. No, it all has like an area, like Borka's area is where it puts thoughts into words. And then the motor cortex is, you know, they're all in the frontal lobe, but there's just like sections in the frontal lobe. And um, the frontal lobe also helps with comparing objects. It helps categorize and classify objects in addition to distinguishing one item from another. So 
I don't know if you guys knew this, but your eyes are only doing 5% of the work of what you see, while 95% of it is the brain. So when you're comparing objects, the like the all the information from your eyes are going into your brain and first it goes to the occipital lobe which I'll get into and it goes to all the lobes but when it comes to comparing an object to another like maybe you see two different pens and you realize oh that's my favorite pen right there that part will be done in the frontal lobe and it also helps with forming memory. Virtually every part of the brain plays a role in memory, but research suggests that it plays a key role in forming long-term memories. And long-term memories are just memories that you store in your brain for a long time, obviously. And short-term is just like something that you just remembered or just went over, but chances are the next day you might forget it. And then understanding and reacting to the feelings of others is another part in the frontal lobe. And because the frontal lobe is virtual for empathy. So if somebody is sad, you'll be able to read that expression on their mind and be able to tell, oh, I can see that my friend today is sad. Your frontal lobe also helps in forming personality. It, it helps control memory and other tasks that help form a person's key characteristics so if you add damage to this area it can alter your personality and you could become someone else like not someone else but like you could become different you know and lastly the frontal lobe also plays a role in reward seeking behavior and that's because most of the brain's dopamine sensory neurons are in the frontal lobe and dopamine is basically just a brain chemical that helps feelings of reward and motivation and if you want some other day I can get in more into brain chemicals but for today I'm just gonna say dopamine is just helps like support feelings okay and now let me go on to the parental lobe your parental lobe plays is involved in numbers of important functions in your body one of the main functions is to receive and process sensory information from all over the body. And the somosensory cortex is founded within the parental lobes and are essential for processing touch sensations. The parental lobes also process taste and temperature. So if the parental lobe was damaged, then you wouldn't taste or feel anything. Now let me go on to the temporal lobe. The temporal lobe is responsible for processing auditory information from the ears, hearing. It receives sound and speech from the ears and is also key to being able to comprehend or understand someone's talking to us. In fact, we wouldn't know what someone is saying to us if it wasn't for the temporal lobe. The temporal lobe does a lot of more things like visual memory, memory formation, word recognition, and facial recognition. And also, another thing is the ears, It all the hairs on your ears is what vibrates the sound that you're hearing. And when it goes into your temporal lobe, that is when you, you know, like hear it as actual words. Kind of like if you heard somebody speaking in a different language, you're not familiar with those sound vibrations. So it'll just sound like a bunch of sounds pretty much. But if you knew the language, then it would actually make sense to you. Which is pretty interesting but you know that's like for more of an autonomy type of class which I think I might get into later on you know about like eyes and ears but for right now just going with the brain so 
Then lastly, I want to talk about the cerebellum, which is located on the bottom of the brain. And it's responsible for coordinating voluntary movements such as your posture, your balance, coordination, and speech and your speech, resulting in a smooth and balanced muscular activity. So if you did damage the cerebellum, it would lead to a lack of balance, lower movements, and tumors. And that is it for today in talking about the brain and what it does. But if you come back next week, I will be talking about the left and right hemisphere. But that is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And bye!